0: Right, sports sushi is back. Got a couple, a uh, couple fill-ins this week. We've got uh, our guest David Croyle who popped out, and we'll be back in. Apparently, uh, my boy Romelos sitting in for Sterling here. Our topic this week is going to be activism in sports. Uh, sports sushi is presented by Gratwick uh you haven't checked out the gratwick newsletter yet go to gratwick.co and check out our our newsletter there sign up for it free book coming uh gratcast is back most recent episode was this past week find gratcast where all your podcasts are uh we are officially live on millions.co uh have either one of you guys ever heard of millions the platform i have not but it sounds sound like something i want to be a part of uh it's a, it's a sports it's a social it's a social media platform specifically for sports and athletes mm. and uh they they came and found us i had a call with them this morning and that and they asked us to start broadcasting the the sports shows on on their platform uh so this is my first first go round with it but uh i think it'd be right up your alley dave like it's all sports podcasts it's all uh like like direct relationships and and like the, the the athletes are basically the the influencers and the stars of the platform and yeah. everything's around sports betting and and points and people.
1: That is right on my alley.
0: So this is the the second of ten episodes of Sports Sushi that'll have ten different guests talking about ten different cop, topics. This week we've got David Croyle with us. He's a, a community leader, former player, and. Uh, Real estate broker? Is that fair to say, Dave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broker.
1: Uh, I'm also doing commercial construction, too.
0: Hey. From uh, New York City with the, the hat, right? Town, baby. Houston, Texas. And uh, we've got uh, R- Romello Nelson, actor, entrepreneur, uh, Los Angeles uh, kindred spirit, for, originally from Philadelphia. Romello, thanks for sitting in. Appreciate it. Make sure you
2: throw my social security number in there. Uh, yeah. You no, are we supposed playing. to fill that out in the, uh, <laughs> in the box that
0: would appear on screen throughout the show. Oh man. All right. Give me a second. Boy, Philly had a rough night, boy. Hey, man, I don't want to talk about it, man. Let's <laughs> not talk about it, man. I mean, Buffalo about... put the blueprint out there, and everybody beat him up afterwards. Uh, you know right. what it is? Go ahead, Alex. No, 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 no. no. Get your, get your, get
2: your. I was just gonna say, you know what is is? is, I think the problem is, man, is you you can't you can't prejudge based off of stats. You got to look at situational stats. I think the stats don't really reflect situations. I think that like the basketball league, they started adding like points that led or assists that led to points, right? Or something like that. So it's yeah. like how how you transition, but basically just more in depth to t- statistics. So you talking about like, oh, they put up this many yards, this many catches. It's like, yeah, but against who? Because when you are talking averages, now look crazy because they had five hundred yards this game, thirty five yards this game, and they averaging between that they're like two fifty. So it's like you can't call averages. I don't know,
0: man. I just I don't know. I don't I'm, know. I I'm a lot of yeah yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna follow up on on that here because i've been talking about this a little bit recently too people are too obsessed with regular season these days and i think it's these fucking these these these, these participation trophy generations are just happy with regular season wins like oh we made the playoffs we, we won our 10 games the the standard has been lowered to just beating up on cupcakes in, in leagues that are full of like 60 shitty teams so everyone's getting fat on, on the bottom feeders and then you're overinflated. And once you start running against each other and start having actual, real, meaningful competition, now you start, you know, seeing the Tua's from the Josh Allens. Eagle Philips, all right. man. Hey, now, nah, listen, hey, let me, it. all
2: right, that Kansas City game don't count. And and it's not even on a pro tour tour. It's just more like, it was just cold. Shit, I couldn't play if it was cold. I'm sorry, I don't ah! care. I don't know what
0: name It was cold as
1: shit. <laughs> I don't I don't guess,
0: so all right, oh, I,
1: Philly,
0: stop. I, I don't want to dive too far down the the, the current events. But to listen, <laughs> to listen.
1: We're, yes. we're
0: gonna we're gonna set up the main topic for this evening, which is activism in sports. And what 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 this really comes down to is activism in sports has, has a long tradition and history that is intertwined throughout the Olympics, with all, all of the leagues. It's been there all along, but. Recent years, and off and on throughout the years, there's always been the "shut up and play" crowd. We don't want to hear what you've got to say. You're here to entertain us. You guys are the court jesters. We don't need your opinions. And these are usually coming from plumbers and mechanics. Where, we're now? We're going to throw it to Dave first as the as the title guest for the evening. Mm-hmm. Do you have any experience with activism in sports in your in your own? history of playing within the game and what is to you Um,
1: a a little bit you know it's funny i have a really a a kind of a a story i have a client who uh who is a very close friend of mine but he's also my client he's an nfl receiver i'm not gonna drop him but he 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 left he left our team and our city a little abruptly basically based on um, a political decision that the texans owner had made right and and he had endorsed some some characters uh maybe they have a tan maybe they don't the reality is is that he he made the decision he was like yo I, i'm not going for the bigotry you know to to put it lightly and he decided to leave and the way the media portrayed him as he exited right because he didn't want to in that type of situation you can't necessarily announce yo i'm leaving because you know of xy political choices or political reasons mm-hmm. and so he felt obligated to just kind of suffer in silence, right? And just kind of well, but I knew as a friend, as a as a um as a as a professional, I knew why he was leaving. I understood it. I understood the reasons. Uh but, you know, it's so, so it, it's really tough. I feel like when 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 athletes get in this spotlight, they have uh only a few choices and roads that they can really go on to to uh, to really kind of highlight their role or their position.
0: And people think that
1: it is all sweet,
0: but it is not all sweet. So where do you where do you fall on the decision? I mean, if you've got a contract and, and a multi-million dollar career and job, regardless of the industry and what it is, and you disagree with now, is it the organization or is it just the the, the owner of the organization? How do you feel? Is that a, a a righteous reason or should he have, you know, one,
1: one, one, one of the things that he shared with me, though, is that he said, you know, when he first came into the league, he had an understanding that this this family that owned the, uh, the Texans was a certain way. Right. And when you're young and you're coming in, give me the check. Right. Like, like cut the check. But I think as you grow, especially with money, let me say this. Yo, my boy, when I first met him, he was one way by the time we had met and he was like 28 and he had had millions for six years of his life, you take a different perspective, right? It's a different stance. You know, as you grow mentally, emotionally, um, politically, as you kind of get more of your own ideals and your own platform and your own voice, I think you tend to take less crap, if I'm just being honest with you. Um, so, so me personally, <laughs> get your money, young man, and then once you get a little money behind you, I think you can, you can have more freedoms to kind of make more decisions, but you got to get paid first. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. You got
0: to get paid first. R- Romello, uh, do you agree with walking away from a multi million dollar contract because of your political differences with the employer, or do you take the money? Mm, I mean,
2: if something compels you to walk away from it, walk away from it. Yeah, I don't, you know, if it's for you, it's for you. It's going to come. Like, it depends on what you, and also, like, you can walk away from 15 million and come back on your integrity and get 30 because somebody rock with your integrity, and right. then you can stick with 15 million and get a hold out for five million because somebody saw what you, what you last like. It's, it's, I just say, be you, and whatever's gonna come with it's gonna come with it. Um, I personally would keep it, I mean, I think I. Just because it don't got nothing to do with me, unless he outright saying some wild stuff, then that's a the conversation. I don't know the depth of this. That's what I'm saying. I don't know the depth. Of, you
1: know what I mean? Yeah. He's just he he coming out like Yo. yeah. So no, no, These boys were. Then I'm like, hello. I that's I'm remember. Out, I'm I don't out, know if I you way. remember. It was back when uh, old boy was like, you know, these um, these th- 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 slaves starting to take over the slave farm, or they or they started taking. Yeah, to take nah, over, yeah it, I, I'm out, right? it, 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 bro. See, when Not when, integrity, when, you, when you get, integrity is everything. You get talking like that in public? Yeah. Integrity is everything. You get to talk about that in public, bro. You know, it really starts to, you know, put a bad taste in your mouth, especially when you're in the negotiation phase. So he was in a contract year and you know, only get to, you know, cash money talking. It's like, "Wait a minute. Hold on <laughs> now."
0: So let, let let's get to the the, the the big question right off the get-go. Does yeah. activism have a place on the field? Mm-hmm. How hmm How you feeling, Will? One more time? Does does activism have a place on the field?
2: Sorry, right, I was losing. Yeah, the Wi-Fi was going out. Um, it depends. Like, all right. No, nah, just play football. <laughs> like, no, like, give nah, like, me just out. shut like, up and play ball? <laughs> no, no, no. But but to a degree. Like, at the end of the day, like, all right. Y'all saying on the field, but then y'all be talking to people off the field and be like, man, shut up and ball. And it's like, no, nigga, I clocked out.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, no, nah, right, right. like it's like, you know, if we're if we talking and and you, you know, like the LeBron thing, it's like, yeah, shut up and just, it's like, I'm not listen. Ah, LeBron got his opinions, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. But even then, he's allowed to have those opinions. And if you ask him about something off the court, I'm not coming on the court with a big old T-shirt on and say, yeah, these are my opinions and da 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 on your TV. We in a press conference, and you ask me a question. Or you didn't ask me a question. When you asked me certain because they do that too. They'll ask you certain questions. How do you feel about this? Ask me the other side too. Yeah. I just I don't like one sided political situations. That's that's my I guess that's my thing. I don't want nothing one sided.
1: Bro, I, I got I gotta time in here. Yo, I always feel like it's unfair. And I feel like now I'm gonna say this. I feel like the black athlete in particular is held to a different standard. Right. Because there's so much pressure on us to perform in a different way, to act a certain way or be a certain way or carry ourselves in a certain way. That I kind of feel like. We do have a higher burden, shall I speak, to kind of have this uh, more responsibility in how we carry ourselves. I don't think it's right. Look, I'm not saying it's cool. I'm not saying it's fair. I don't think it's right. But yo, I do feel like we can't just shut up and ball. We actually have to take that platform and use that voice because we normally don't have it. We don't get it. It doesn't doesn't come as easy for us as it would be for, you know, somebody born into it or somebody that has more of a platform kind of built in. And so I, I, you know, look, I feel like, yo, you you see cats like um, call it out. One of my favorite Deion Sanders, right? and you know he's he's a man of god a man of honor he don't curse much you ain't never heard about him sleeping around he's always been you know a great dad to his kids always been you know about you know about family you know i feel like you see those examples and yo i feel like he has to be that way because because you know uh but even 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 with a cat like him you know i feel like there's still things that people you know talk about him so i feel like they're gonna talk about you regardless you might as well try to stand up and present. And I personally feel like for our race in particular, we almost have to, which sucks. I don't think, yo, don't get me wrong. I don't think we should have to. I believe that, you know, I should be able to go out and do whatever I want to do. Yo, you know, if I want to go out and, you know, hit the town, get drunk, get wasted, I should be able to do whatever I want. You know, I I don't think that's necessarily the case. You look at John Morant and some of the things that he's done and kind of how the public has kind of crucified him because of those things, you know, I'm in Texas, bro. Everybody has a gun. I got a gun on me right now. No, I'm just <laughs> I got a gun on me right now. I'm just saying, stand gun. up, this is fallout. Oh, my fault. My fault. No, bro. Bro, how out. good are you at spinning it? No, but at, oh, not that good. Not that good. We don't spin them around here. <laughs> I'm good. Right. The reality of it is though, yo. We you know, <laughs> he's in a state where concealed carries a thing. I don't, I honestly don't understand how everybody persecuted this young man because he had a firearm. Yo, we, we teach yeah. firearm safety around yeah. here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I want you on that, too. And it's also that's why I said, like, if we talk about on the court, like, he ain't bringing no guns on the court. Ever. What are we talking about? He ain't
1: never done <laughs> that.
2: He ain't nobody. And he ain't running around flashing it like, yeah, hey, what y'all doing today? So well, He is
1: flashing it, though. No, he, but I'm talking is. about
2: branded. Sorry, not flag- brandishing. He ain't brandishing <laughs> the gun.
1: <laughs>
2: if you just looking at your guns, you know, you want to see them up, up close and personal on live video feed camera.
1: That's your business bro you should you should rock those you know what i'm saying if i'm i am saying i do not want to i don't want to get i don't want to get demonetized i want to get your get your boy demonetized yeah if
2: you want you know look i just got the, this is my little clack clack it's my little you know what i'm saying and then as long as you're being safe now if he go pointing at an old lady and he like hey is you scared then, now, then now, now that's the conversation i feel like that's different
0: so, yeah. so Morant's not really what I would, would consider an activist within the scenario of this. Like, his cause is more personal motivations and, and enjoyment of life than, than social causes. But I don't – here's what – I don't understand why people are surprised when, when this stuff takes place on the field. And now I think human gestures are far more powerful than snappy slogans on the back of helmets and, and end zones. But right. like, you go back throughout history and – like throughout the Olympics, there's been statements made on the podium. The, the 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 Black Power was held up by two of the three athletes that 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 won medals in in 1968 Olympics. Uh, one of the original, like as far back as I know, is modern history. Uh, activism on the field of, of, of play would be Jesse Owens and basically the, the fuck you to Hitler. When is um, when is
2: when it's genuine and symbolic. It's genuine, right? And you know when it is. So that's why you still talk about the Just Yo and stuff like that. The problem is now we're getting funded and prepaid activism. And I think that that's when a well, lot of things get lost. That's on. coming so, everywhere. You know, when you start making up the theater about it, I think that's when a lot of the message gets lost. When it's something genuine, I feel up the fist because y'all wasn't trying to let us in here. And when I was in here, they was calling me a monkey when I walked out and all this other stuff. And that's genuine. That became symbolic for something. That That's one thing. But when you, like you said, on the back of the helmets and there's MLK and there's all that, that's cool. If you just want to just celebrate it and make it celebratory, that's one thing. But don't activism and symbolism are two different things. That's all. And I think that a lot of times activists get fed symbolism and suddenly, sadly settle for it, but me personally.
0: I think one of the things that's completely lost is why? Why sports? Some people have this whole – sports should be off limits it's escapism it's 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 a form of entertainment to get away from all the social ills of the world and why do you have to interrupt that with with your social messages and the reality Hmm. of that's exactly why you have to bring it there because you're trying to escape and look the other way from the things that are that are going on and the issues that are there so if i'm trying to get this in front of your eyeballs where else am i going to go but then where where you're looking away from it that's the whole point of making the statement in the first place. And and I'll turn this over to you guys in a second. But the thing that it that, that drives me nuts all the time. And I, I've experienced this I know what white dude fucking, but even just coming from my own small town and, and, and what I've tried to do, everyone, oh don't forget where you came from. Oh don't forget where you came from. But where you came from doesn't give a fuck about you until you become somebody and you can do something for where you, you came from in in a lot of cases. But then once you do now you're now you're an entitled asshole, and everyone wants to villainize you for oh, you're getting paid millions of dollars and you want to complain about what's going on in the world and all of that. You've got it better than everybody. Who the hell else is supposed to complain? I got the I, I got the, the platform, I got the eyeballs. You told me to climb over the fucking wall and throw the rope back for other people. This is what you say you wanted. This is what you're telling heroes to do. And now you, everyone wants to shit on the guy that actually does take his platform. Walks out in the field and says, "I'll take the fucking heat and say what everybody wants to say, but you're not going to listen to." Like, I, I don't understand the catch twenty two of that scenario and and how people are surprised by it. Marketing. So it's cool if you got a good marketing team, but if not, fuck you. Is that basically? It's
2: prepaid. It's just prepaid. Like if the if they can get the press to, because if you go out with a genuine message and it blows up. The press will say, oh, why did you do that here? And they amplify all the negative voices. Like I just feel like for everything that happens, there's, a, there's an equal and opposite reaction to, to it. So you got a positive, you got a negative. So somebody's going to like it, somebody's not. And I feel like when you hear an amplified version of either side, it's usually just based on whatever medium you're listening through.
1: Well, and I feel like we can't forget the almighty dollar that goes along with that. You know, you brought up the 68 Olympics. One of the things that nobody ever talks about but the heat that those two young men got from the Oli- the U.S. Olympic Committee to try to strip them, uh, I think the president was like bondage or bondage or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yo, he let the, It was several athletes that at that Olympics that gave the Nazi salute, several. And that was perfectly acceptable. And his excuse was that was acceptable because at the time that was the national German kind of salute. So the Hell Hitler Nazi salute was totally fine. But the power to represent, mm-hmm. you know, for peace and, and uh, unity for all people, all of a sudden that's a problem. And he fought hard. He tried to take those young men's uh, medals. I, matter of fact, I think he took them and they had to give them back. Um, and me personally, I just felt like that was a, a perfect example of how capitalism kind of won because Brunitz, we let, we now know that he was like in bed with Hitler. He, you know, they, they he loved Germany a lot of people were. and, you know, got a lot of funding. And so those type of things, to me, I feel like it's not, a, it's not unheard of. You know, anytime I think about this process, I think about Colin Kaepernick mm. and how Colin Kaepernick just so happened to stand up at a time right when the, the whole kind of uh, I can't breathe, Black, Black Lives Matter, all, all of that stuff, right, which to me, by the way, on a side note, is all propaganda. I feel like all of those processes are just money grabs, right? They don't yeah. really have the
2: message, and, yeah,
1: man, man, I feel like the message is lost in the commercial and the capitalism. But I that's mean, a different story, different conversation, different different topic, right? I mean, no, but it's this
2: one though, because we're saying the exact yeah. same thing. Is like, it's real when it's real, but when it's, you know, when you take it and put a dollar behind it, 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 it
0: yeah,
2: yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's nasty. It's
0: nasty. It's, <laughs> it's a little. If you have to say Black Lives Matter, you're already saying they don't matter. Is really what it comes down to for me but yeah that but chris that's
1: exactly what we're saying and we're saying that in the eyes of a of a different person in the eyes of other people they do not believe our lives are as equitable or valuable as others and so yeah i that you i, I love how you said it point blank that's exactly what we're saying we're saying that to you not you personally well, well maybe you but <laughs> we're so saying to to you you don't believe that our lives matter in a way, so we gotta tell you, we gotta remind you, yo, bro, I'm valuable to somebody. I'm somebody's brother. I'm somebody's husband. I'm somebody's dad, and I matter, right? So don't, don't, don't think to yourself, oh, I see him, and I just see fear, or I see, you know, I'm afraid. Understand that my life matters. Now, hold on, I gotta get back to Ka- Kaepernick for a second here because people always make it a big deal that Colin grew up in like a middle class, nice area. Um, played baseball, was you know, was adopted by a white family. Everybody makes all the excuses of why this person for some reason couldn't advocate for things that matter or people that matter. And I I always thought that action and say, listen, if 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 that man wanted to stand up for people of, of any injustice, because in reality it was more than just people yeah. of color. It was really in people of any injustice, of any color of any race, yo, he, he let him do that. Mm-hmm. Like let, let him stand up. But, again, it goes back to that conversation in sports where sports are supposed to be innately um, sacred. And, you know, you're supposed to root for your home team. I see my boy got the Bills hat on today. You know, you're supposed to root for your home team. You're supposed to find solace and camaraderie, right? But it's also a platform. You know, there's a reason why sporting events, there's almost always a streaker running up and down in the goddamn field because he gets the attention that he wants. Yo, there's a shit ton of eyes on everybody that's involved in the sporting industry. Um, There's a shit ton of
0: branding money, marketing dollars, yo, and a lot of the players come from the very climate and nature that they're speaking about. They've come from there to the to, to where all the eyeballs are, and you right. expect them not to bring the message of 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 where they come from and 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 put that out there? That, that, that's just ridiculous. Not in to any you, situation, y'all go to those areas and cherry pick them. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the is
2: fun, y'all going there, motherfucker? Yeah, I mean, y'all going.
1: Don't so the bring territory. your message with you. I want you. Okay, yeah. I want you. Okay, yeah. take your shirt off and turn around. Okay, cool. yeah, yeah, you come, on. Yeah, come yeah, on. yeah, yeah, How tall is DaQuan? That he... Nobody
2: wants to in
0: sports.
2: Look at the jump. jump. It's all these dudes coming out of these neighborhoods on this team, right? But then they got to go and Terry pick. Oh, listen, we only got two positions left. One of them is definitely going to him. And then y'all two got to fight over this one.
1: Yo, I, I saw I saw a dude analyze um, Max Crosby when he came out. Y'all know Crosby tatted inked up like, bro, crazy, right? And he, he has a persona that is a little bit more urban. I'll say that, you know. And they were saying, like, if you compare some of his charts to some of other people's scouting reports on other athletes who were inked up and black, it was like, you know, almost like it was like, oh, you know, we don't know if he'll be a good fit. He's not a good team player. He's not, whereas Crosby came out, inked out. He talks abrasive. If you ever heard in any one of his interviews, same way. But just two different kinds of different colors. And it was, you know, a big deal. And so I feel like what we have to understand is just because we're in sports, it does not eliminate the stereotype. It may make it more bearable. It definitely makes it more palatable. But it does not eliminate some of the issues and stereotypes. And so... If if you if you can't ignore, kind of how it affects people, I feel like allow these people to have a voice, white and black. I'm not I'm not just saying you know you know people that look like me. I'm saying uh, Jeremy Lin, uh, Lin Sanity when he was here, the, the Asian um, Yao Ming stood up. People don't realize how how Yao Ming was an activist and that he stood for um, the the Asian people and the Chinese people and kind of how they were treated about the shit that happened over in Hong Kong. So. There's a ton of other activists in other races. I know we're kind of focusing on one that looks like me,
0: but there, there's a ton and of other situations definitely, too. Definitely, yeah.
2: Around, definitely.
0: Heavy. So there's an interesting hypocrisy within the countries of the, the, these... these uh, anyway, uh, everyone complains. We don't want to see it in the sports. We don't want that. Try to keep it out. You know, The government has toe in toe out and and there's hypocrisy all over the place but what what's the first thing these countries try to do when they want to put pressure on the social decisions and choices of other countries they start boy well it's gonna be the olympics are gonna be in russia we're not going because russia's doing this that and the other thing and we don't like it so we're gonna boycott the olympics and and vice versa when the olympics are in china china's doing these bad things And, and and it's all good and well and there's never bad press for the country that's doing that. They're doing the right thing. The country putting pressure on them for doing the bad stuff. But then the individual does it, and and they're always crucified by the establishment. The establishment always hates it. You're, you're rocking the fucking status quo. The, the, don't, don't bring that stuff around here. Um, do you think the double standard ever goes away, or do you think it ever flips? Or it's just always going to be... Uh, obvious and blatant hypocrisy on, on those fronts. Do you want to take it, Dave? Or
1: you- yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I really don't. Look, if you look at, um, I think, the heavyweight champion of the world, um, Usyk, when Russia attacked Ukraine, Usyk was the heavyweight champion of the world, right? Like, this is a, a major boxer. Just like the Muhammad Ali situation, it did not get any press that Usyk went and fought on the fucking front lines. I want you to think about that for a second. Being the heavyweight champion of the world, and on the front lines of the fight it, against russia
0: like Didn't the, yo did your so, brothers go back too weren't they like generals or, or some yeah, shit yeah yeah like it's
1: it, it's crazy and so they ended, actually the uh the president the ukrainian president ended up pulling him out because he wanted to make more of a statement he wanted to bring um attention to it because it was such a polarizing figure you know and doing a polarizing thing and so i feel like yeah like I say, the good, the good press, you got to take it with the bad press as well. And, you know, I feel like you can't have, you can't ignore the fact that sports has a polarizing effect on all of us. And I feel like if you have the opportunity to stand up and, and vocalize something, yo, I feel like you, you, you got to do that. You have a responsibility, a social responsibility, to, you know, to do that, to stand up and kind of stand out. Yo, I will say one thing, though, that I feel like nobody ever talks about when it comes to activism is mental health, right? So I look at a cat like um, Antonio Brown, and he thinks himself an activist. He thinks himself something special. But the guy's, for lack of a better word, he's to me, losing touch with reality. And so, you know, you see a lot of those instances. I I can think of just a few, like uh, Simone Biles had her mental um thing uh, ricky williams of, of recent you know i remember when ricky williams just literally left football right he had some mental issues um of course you think of junior stay and some of his mental things that he had he committed suicide so you know you, you got a lot of people that have these mental issues and capacities and 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 they felt like in a lot of cases serena williams was another one they felt like they could not voice those to the public now i want you to think about that for a second these are people who in mental duress mental stress that feel like they can't in express themselves in a way because they have to put on this personification of perfection so that, that's another part of it i think nobody ever really touches on right these people go through a extreme when i tell you an extreme they go through an extreme amount of stress like the the amount of toxicity and stress that I own some of these athletes, professional athletes, college athletes, high school athletes. I'm in Texas. High school football is huge. You know, I I never forget. I was going to a high school game and saw one of my one of my son's players. He was just fucking crying in the tunnel, and I couldn't tell if it was excitement or if it was really sad. I walked over to him. He was sad as shit. <laughs> Dog, bro, 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 bro was broken. He's like, bro. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm going to go out here. I don't know what plays. I don't know. I'm like, bro, you got to calm down. But he was just broke. And I just thought to myself, yo, if I was a 16-year-old kid starting at quarterback, I, I don't, you know, what do you do, right? So I feel like, you know, you, you got to take into account the amount of stress these people are under and uh, the load that it takes to be able to go out, perform. They got to have an opinion. You got to let them voice their opinion. You have to. Unfortunately it don't always work out, <laughs> Romello? Um,
2: damn. Sorry, we, we, we went <laughs> a couple directions there. I definitely forget what I was going to say.
0: Yeah, my bad, G. Um. So if if we all agree that activism, oh, I got it. Sorry, I did want to
2: throw something in there. Um, you were talking about mental health, and I was going right. to say that. I think that is important as far as the activism side of it i also think that a lot of it's like that's not sport like that's not just sports that's a branding i think it's a branding thing i think that every everything now we think about image and branding and this goes back into i clocked out right so when you get to this certain level it's like you're not allowed to clock out right so if i I don't know. I got into an argument with a family member, and it got bad. And neighbors called the cops, and they came. But now, so news that like me and the family member got into it, and we got arrested, or whatever, whatever, whatever. Me and the family member fine. We go home, was a regular life. But now, because we're a business and to get blasted out, I got this thing, and now I'm, I got a family problem, and now I'm arguing. Now, I'm, now it's a brand damage. It's like this thing you can't clock out. You know what I mean? And right. That's I think right. that that the over. I think that it wouldn't be so bad about activism in sports if they weren't trying to overtie you to the organization that you're working for. Exactly. And like I said, you cannot clock out. So at what point do I get to take this uniform? I got to take the uniform off, but I got the the contract deal in my back.
1: But Bro, so- that's why you make so much money, bro. You make you make you make so much more money because you work twenty four hours a day. At the end of the day, you don't have the opportunity to clock out, but you know, the average person ain't making $2 million a year. I mean, it's $800,000 a year. Then that, but that takes us
2: back to the, the beginning there. So then do you do you just shut up and, and, and
1: ball? Because, I mean, at that and point... Until you make enough money where well, you don't have to, just like us, yeah. as regular you, you people, invest right? You in your therapy you, and
2: all that? <laughs> <laughs> you know so what I
0: mean? You're going to need it. You're going to need it. You're going to need it for so A big part of what, what you guys have brought up and, and talked about here is... How the message is packaged, the, the the branding behind it, all of that. So let me let me bring up a name here in the context of activism in sports. And each of you guys tell me, do you consider him an activist or antithetical to what an what an athlete activist should be? LeBron James. <laughs>
1: Next question. <laughs> LeBron James is absolutely an activist, a philanthropist. He absolutely is an a- activist in sports, for sure. I think that... Look, Le- whether we like or agree with the message has no bearings on what he's actually doing.
2: I think LeBron is an actionivist, where his <laughs> actions are probably a better dictator of, of his presence or, or what he's doing or what he believes what he says is a lot of times just in alignment with the money.
0: <laughs> or yeah. I, I bring I bring him up because I feel like he's at the nexus of all of the competing angles of. I mean, you've got the you've got the most eyeballs on you. You're the best player in the league, so you're in a natural position to have the largest platform. But you're also in 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 inevitably a no win situation. No matter what you do, it's not going to be enough. No matter what you do, it's going to be too much. And then you're also one of the most brandable and and marketable corporate assets that the entire league has. So now you've you're beholden to all of these different brands that are literally antithetical to half these movements or or the the nemesis of of a lot of these things. And 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 then and then on top of that. You're now also expected to grow the game internationally with your superstardom and fame. So now you also have to play the game with with, with fucking chief mao and or, or 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 freaking chairman mao whatever the hell you want to call him and 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 now do right by the league's interests in China but also have to be like how can you be all of those things and and not be a, your lot, own?
2: Of, a lot of first amendment limitations
1: <laughs> Yo elaborate. Let's 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 throw another name out there. Yeah. Yo, when I when I think about activism versus the anti-activism, like I think of a cat like Michael Phelps, right? So so is Michael Phelps an activist to you? I wouldn't call him an activist. I, I don't
2: like... know what he act activized. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than like maybe <laughs> legal weed. Okay,
1: okay, right, right. Okay. So y'all, y'all both y'all both say no, he's not an activist.
2: Well, I don't. I, I mean, would, he's
1: probably on the legalized yeah, weed.
2: I don't know. I'm not I'm trained not on that.
0: But I don't so, know. Any so
1: why, why would he be so? So is, is it because he's not in Space Jam or movies? Like, why is he not an activist? Because he absolutely changed the way we look at athletes and substance abuse. I mean, the, the dude was set on a panel.
0: Well, you Congress. don't identify I mean, him day, by any, any specific, particular cause.
1: Yeah, you do. He was, bro. He was a fucking gold medalist who got who was had a problem with substance abuse. He was like uh, literally
2: but see, then, But as soon as you had that, what I could. Now you're he's, identifying him. Because right. here's my thing. Because then, it's even privileged for you to have that argument. Why? Good. All right. If you got caught with your gold medals smoking weed, substance abuse, you think you would have sat on the panel? <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. But so
2: I I appreciate you using your position, but that sounds more like a cover than
1: a fight. But that's what LeBron's doing. Yo, and then if LeBron didn't win fucking three championships, he wouldn't be, you wouldn't think of him as an activist. I disagree with you.
2: What I'm like, I just said, I think his activism and what he does, the schools, the philanthropy, to this, to that, to that. I think that when it comes to any type of verbal anything or him standing out, is always connected to a check or a contract, which it is what it
0: is. Right or right or wrong, LeBron's outspoken. I don't really know anything Michael Phelps is outspoken about. Like that is that is outspoken.
1: Would... Here, here's here's activist what i here's what I've always taken, I've always taken from it. You don't have to be loud to be an activist. Right. I think I think I think a lot of us we get confused and we say to ourselves, you know, the loudest one in the room, oh, that's the one. That's the one. Yo, you you can you can stand up for and against something. And be just as loud, I think, as the next man as far as his vocalist. So just because you ain't heard nothing from him, don't mean you know yeah. I, yeah, I, but I, I
0: you, you don't have to for be lot, loud to be associated people. with something. But he's not if mm-hmm. if you're so silent that there that nobody knows you're associated with something, you're kind of missing the act in the activism.
2: I think you go, I think you could ride offensive neutrality a little too hard. But I mean, that goes back to what, I, what we were just talking about, about it being a business decision. Yeah. But when you, but that's what, so so stepping out of that, I would say that's what makes you the activist hero is when you willing to take that chance, like Ali being like, "Hey yo, y'all can call on my
0: name as Ali." That cash stuff is dead. Or let me know. let me let me give you guys a better example here. So if yeah. if there was a Black Lives Matter rally, and I'm not right around, we're not getting into the, the politics of it, and you heard that LeBron was was leading the march. Would you be surprised? I would, yeah. yeah. You'd be surprised if he was leading the Black Lives Matter rally? Yeah. Yeah,
1: because we don't believe in Black Lives Matter, fool.
0: Man, you guys, nice. but, but if you you heard that LeBron was there, I mean, would that really be out of character or shocking? Yeah, for I think
2: that yeah. would break that neutral zone I just talked about. I yeah. don't think
0: he's in the neutral zone. Because oh. where I was going is like, I was just trying to. Nobody would be a surprise that he's associated with, versus like Michael Phelps. You could, if you told me he was at, pick, throw a dart at a random social cause, and you told me he was at the rally. I'm like, it could just be as that one or any other one. I don't fucking know because I don't know anything about him in that way. Because I don't think he's acted where LeBron's been outspoken to a point where I could pretty much feel like I got a good sense for the things that LeBron... Well, Chris, and that means that his branding
2: me. and marketing is going very well.
0: Yeah, that's that's that, means, that, that, doesn't mean, that doesn't mean he's any more he's active. with actively active. branding and marketing his... Is yeah, him. his PR is up there. Chris, if you Chris, feel Chris, that way, listen,
2: hold you, hold feel like he, you feel like he'll go to a rally. And we know damn well he ain't going. And there's people Never. who who look like you, but feel the opposite. They're like, there's no way LeBron's going to go to a Black Lives
0: Matter. <laughs> and we know he not going because he ain't going to fuck the money up. Y'all can argue about what y'all want to argue about. But oh, there, right. there. Are, are you telling me that there's no pro-Black Lives Matter tweets on LeBron's freaking Twitter? Is that what you're trying to tell me right now?
2: Not without a check attached to it, and not right. without a neutrality context clue under it. Right. These yeah, are the LeBron.
1: these are the thoughts are, of the network. Are you, not are you guys, are, are guys
0: <laughs> going to sit here and tell me you also don't think LeBron is beholden to China? You can't be both. How you both? Both what? What's how the, you beholden to China game pro pro all the movements? But that's what I'm. That's that's why I brought up LeBron is because I think his very existence is like a competing extreme trying to please to, all these plane, different groups
1: When you get so to is he
0: an height, actually an activist or is he just a whore when you get to the when you get to a certain height you don't
2: have much room for you to blow if the wind blows you at the top of this mountain and you standing on one foot you don't have much room for that so when you talk about people who are at the bottom who got a lot more footing to be like yeah f this f that this how i feel that's one thing When all we all we all we all we all we all at the top yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. You're you know, not
0: gonna say nothing when the establishment it's brand itself is right. the anti-establishment.
2: I'm gonna <sighs> disagree with you on that. What I'm gonna God, say this: yes, you probably going with the with the PR. I would mm-hmm. say he's so, so,
0: that. in a generic sense. You guys yo, don't yo, think that yo, the here... establishment repackages itself as the anti-establishment to recapture the next movement.
2: You gotta simplify that question, big right. dog.
1: That's crazy. <laughs>
2: you got it. You got it. Okay. No, I understood it, but it was long. You got to bring it. You don't think. Anyway, All right. Same question. Yeah, yeah. I do understand that they repeat it, and they try to – they pretty much buy out the Rebel. Yes, I do understand that. But what I'm saying but is, But they
0: repackage themselves as the little guy. Like, yeah. oh, oh, we're the little guy. Well, fuck those big guys, because they know everybody doesn't like the big guys anymore. So the big guy tries to come up with a little well, again, sub-brand. Like, in, oh, order, in order
2: to be he's he doesn't talk. We're in the act of it. The activism is in the actions. Let me start a school. Let me get money to this. Let me donate to this building. Keep this building open. Make sure these people kids eat. Make sure these people go to school. These are my act, because I know that they're going to be able to do something when they get to a better position. I just can't mess it up right now
1: guys, I think we're focusing way too much on activism as a popularity contest. If you speak about guys like the, LeBron James is at the top of his career at the top of his profession, and he plays for LA. Bro, so <laughs> you can't get more commercialized than that, right? Yeah. But no, I feel like, I the, I'm to, to me, though, the conversation needs to stop being that because, to me, there's more to activism than popularity. A perfect example is this podcast, right? So if you look at this podcast in the rank of other podcasts, they're going to talk about other shit. But the reality of it is that, yo, we spend some real shit right here on this podcast. And so are you going to say that this is not a movement just because a million eyes ain't on it? Yo, that's crazy. The reality is activism at its core is, like you said, the act of action. Right now, we're on a podcast taking action. So don't say it ain't activism because it ain't got a million eyes on it. The reality of it is if a person is actively trying to push a narrative, any narrative, not just the ones we like or dislike, it's activism. Yo, and that's what I'm saying. My man, my man Michael Phelps was like, yeah, I used meth before. Yo, my mom yeah, was like, Yeah, oh. I ain't I'm no like, use in that. Shit. That's insane. Like, oh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't
0: catch that one.
1: Fucking gold medalists using meth is crazy. That's crazy. So um, I'm just saying, I feel like, you know, and, and he really was like, standing up like, look, it's substance abuse. It's all through sports. We got to get with it. Boys use coke. Boys use weed. Boys were swimming. He said boys were swimming on Adderall. Like, I'm just saying, like, to me. That's activism. Now, is it, is it activism that makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside? Nah, it ain't that. It ain't that. But, but, but having a real conversation, I think uh, that was uh, on the I Am Athlete podcast, another sport, a big sports podcast that was, um, I, I, want, I can't think of his name right now, forward For the uh, power forward for the um, Lamarcus Aldridge, power forward for the uh, San Antonio Spurs. He talked about how he used this drug, don't give me the line, but it was some type of drug like, like that you shoot up when you're in pain and you go back and play. Whatever that drug was. I can't remember what it was. Like but he was talking about it. He was like, yo, that I used to get juiced up on that shit. I got addicted to it. And apparently, it messes with your bowels. He was like, yo, I used to take that shit, play like a madman. Then After the game, I shit for like hours. He was <laughs> like, yo, I literally would be on the toilet for hours. right?" Sheet. And he, But he was having a real live conversation about how that drug affected him. How it affected the rest of his life? How he's older now and his kidneys are fucking ruined, right? Because of decisions he made. You can't tell me that's not activism, right? Like, like that to me is still a message he's send, he's sending out to help yeah, people.
0: But, but you connect that message to him because he pushed it. He put it out there, and that's what I'm saying. Is right. is is there's there's certain messages that maybe I got some of them wrong, but that that LeBron is actively pushed out there. On LeBron, give me, LeBron. give me, a, give no, me no, a, no, a, because we're. Give okay, me another so, name. Give me another name. Yeah, we right. th- I'm gonna I'll, I'll give you a, a complete opposite end, end of the spectrum I- example here, as far as like when the anti establishment then gets so big and so mainstream that they become the, the establishment and I, I think lose all credibility. Are you guys familiar with Rage Against the Machine? the rock band give me another name here let's, let's yeah, keep just yeah, yeah, keep fucking yeah, 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 yeah. so no, no, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> their their entire their entire artistic and identity was about raging against the machine literally the machine being the government the establishment fuck the establishment one of their choruses of their song is don't do what they tell you don't do what they tell you freaking all of this stuff
1: um yeah, yeah.
0: we're not going to take it Looking but they it. uh another one of their um some of those who burn co- crosses are the same that wear that wear badges freaking like they were all on freaking the anti-establishment wagon mm-hmm. now they're they're in their 50s oh, yeah. 60s and these guys are literally the example of raging for the machine like listen to the government do what they say fucking get your shots man wear the fucking mask you know and, why
2: because and- y'all stop paying them y'all stop buying their music and shit hello um that, that's what I'm saying. That goes back to what I'm saying. Yo, did they get too big or were they compromised from the start? Nah, it's yeah, what their money look like. Follow the money.
1: It's the same thing I told you at the beginning <laughs> of the show. I can't he, say anything for $10. When that, receiver, when that receiver was a young man and he signed a contract at 21 for $21 million, yo, whatever you need, boss. I got you. I'm there. I'm here. He said, all right, boy. I'm with you. God did. Yo, I'm with you. But then, when you get a few chips in your pocket, you get more understanding, you grow, and you start to shift. Like, we all grow and shift. And I think that that's kind of one of the things that happens. I'm not um, starving to think. Another example, yo, let's talk about Tiger Woods, for example. I'm a married man, married black man. I, I, I watch a ton of uh, marriage material. Tiger Woods has been honestly, ad- like, like, activist. He's been an activist for healthy marriages. Now, this is a man who was huge. Do you think it's authentic? Does it feel
0: authentic
1: to you? Absolutely. I absolutely think it's it's bullshit. But the reality of it is, is that I feel (laughs) like he's a great connecting factor to a lot of guys who have been in those shoes, who made a shit ton of money, went through a terrible divorce, and now they're looking for somebody to connect with. But it's still activism. It's still a process or a point where a person is reaching out, trying to connect with different people. And whether it helps or hurts, to me, is irrelevant. I feel like activism is not all, yo. You know, let me help the kids. Some of it, some of it is, you know, a- actively um what's the word? Exploiting, active exploiting. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think what
2: AB did was activism. He started talking about the they started exposing what's going on behind the scenes in NFL. Like, nah, that's what they doing. Yeah. This industry, this what they on. I don't care. I got proof of it all. This the contract. This the text they sent me. They was faking this. They lie about that. Yeah.
0: yeah how is that not? that's activism so um that brings me to the the, the final topic Let's on this uh, on, or the final chapter of this uh, of this topic well, strictly speaking on the field uh-huh. where do you guys feel the 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 line is now do because i mean everybody's got their own causes as we've talked about through this whole thing uh i believe in this you believe in that this is my cause that's my cause where so if we all agree that activism has a certain place on the field, in the, when the time's right, the moment's right, it, it, it needs to be done, but also agree that, you know, not every, every asshole's whiny cause is is worthy of of shutting the game down here for and painting the end zones, where, in each of your opinion, is the line? Who decides? How does it get decided, and, and should there be rules in place on, on what is and isn't allowed, or should it always be about breaking the rules?
2: I think the line, the line probably should be drawn at, um, like they should take Demar Hamlin jersey off the back of the ambulance. I think that that's a line. <laughs> so, yeah, I, think, I think, I think that's a good spot to go ahead on edge that line on now. I don't think nobody need to be getting carved away in a Demar ambulance. You know what I'm saying? That's that's, <laughs> the, but, um, but I also say that I think that if if you're gonna pander let it be what it is. Like, I think everybody's got to be transparent. We're getting to that point now where it's just getting too, too honest or too open. Sorry. It's past my bedtime. We're in the age of information and um, <clears throat> everything is just becoming more open now. So all about the exposure, you're not worried about all the exposing and things are clean. Like When they start talking about certain people being on certain lists, People who knew they wasn't on that list wasn't like, oh, my God, I hope it ain't me. I know it ain't me. I didn't do that. Right. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? Like it's, and so and if I feel like when you when you kind of jump in and you do all the extras, you, you kind of making too much noise on something you say you don't believe in. Like, the NFL can't be colorblind, but also be anti-racist because then you got to see the color. Yeah, right. Bro, so
1: that, that back to the neutrality, you trying to rob. the one. side. That was a good one. Yeah. So um I, you know I, I kind of feel like the, to me, the line should be drawn on-field, off-field. Like we talked about it earlier when Ro was like, "Yo, when, when I'm off, I'm off," right? And and the reason why I say this is because I don't believe like headbands or t-shirts that say Black Lives Yo, let's leave all that shit off the field, right? But after in a press conference, you asking me questions. Yo, let them people talk the way they want to talk, yeah, right? Sure. Because because now because now you're leaning in to that persona, that that understanding, that person. And so I personally feel like a nice line is the actual most most obvious line of all, on field, off field, on court, off court. Right, like when we're on the field, let's not make hand gestures. Let's not let's not walk in with the bands with the with the helmet stickers. Let's not let's not have the number on the towel. Oh, this is my grandma's number. Let's remove all of that, right? But if you do that, because people gonna have to have a voice. A lot of them have that voice at the press conference, out the field, on Twitter, on social media, right? One of the things that we that I think makes us different now than versus activism back then. Was the amount of eyes, right? The sheer number of reach that each athlete has now versus what they had then. It was very few um, athletes, you know, in the let's let's talk '60s, '70s, and '80s that were able to to, to reach people, just because it just wasn't as much access to information, right? We didn't yeah, have especially the air, on whatever.
0: their own. Like they had to do it through the right, channels. Right. Of the it game. was really
1: it was really hard. You had to have a, a real machine behind you in order to grow popularity, or, or you had to have a crap ton of charisma, like Ali. Right. But if you think about it, guys like Joe Lewis stood up. He was an activist. Guys like uh, I'm trying to think of uh, some of the other guys. Jesse Owens,
0: Arthur Ashe, you know, these Jim guys like too, but they
1: weren't, as, they, they weren't as brash about it. And and so, you know, I just personally feel like, you know, now with all the eyes and social media, everybody has a platform. You know, Everybody has something to say. You, you can't you can't get away from it. Like we can't run from it. We have to give these people an opportunity to speak their piece or say their minds. I just personally believe the line should be. Stopped as it as it pertains to on the field, off the field. Yeah, whatever you want to do on the court, yo, that needs to represent whatever you do for a living. You know, um, when I'm with my client, I'm with my client, and I represent them, so I have to present myself in a way that's representative of that. I feel like it's no different with the NFL, with the NFL, or NBA, or NHL, a Major League Baseball player. Yo, once you once you own the field and you cross on that diamond with the, with the Major League Baseball league, you represent that organization. Now while you still represent them at the press conference you may have something to say as it pertains to a political event you may have something to say as it pertains to a catastrophe or an emergency catastrophe right like we, we didn't talk about that but nobody really you know touches on yeah if you if you ask
2: me a question you ask me a question if you wanted to talk and and have something to represent the team how the team felt talk to the team manager and the owner but right now <laughs> you ask me a question that said yo how you feel about it hey <laughs> this is how i feel
1: we gotta get yo, we gotta get with some of these players unions to start putting that in the contract, which by the way, that young receiver that I told you about, he actually had a I had never seen this, he actually had a clause in his contract that basically said the opposite, bro, of what you're saying. It basically said, under any team events, any team circumstances, somebody sticks a mic in your face, you represent the Houston Texans. And you know, at a young as a young man, I'm gonna sign that. But the players association is supposed the players union is supposed to help you come in and take that kind of language out of the contract. A lot of the newer contracts, for example, they don't have that kind of language.
0: Based on how you guys have defined activism tonight, the the, the addendum question I'm going to ask you guys, uh, this person would qualify as an activist. So I'm going to ask this question to end the night. How do you guys feel about uh, Caleb Williams and the activism he's pursuing uh, to start his young career? You want, me to, you want me to take it wrong? Get it. So,
1: when you say activism, you mean he's his <laughs> saying he's not going to play for the, the, the Bears?
0: Well, everything he's trying to do is trying to set a precedence that would change how the game is done and how it's played. So, he's clearly an activist for this cause on redefining even just ownership percentage. You can't give players ownership to fucking... Jamarcus Russell already screwed up any discussion of that ever happening, but the the audacity to think that this is this is how you're going to start your career and the demands you're going to make, he, dude. He wants assurances that the Bron- the Bears are going to trade the first round pick before right. he'll even come out as eligible to be to be drafted. In, in, yeah, in but when John Elway did it, it was amazing, right? I right I, I, no. I, I I think all of that was was bad precedences that led to this. I think when this Eli is Manning the next and Philip, step further. Philip Rivers did it. It was cool. No, I thought that was dumb too because it leads to this. Like it's all like it's yeah. always going to go one step further. Like it doesn't matter what color Caleb Williams is. There was always going to be some arrogant asshole that came along and said, "You know what? I'm taking it one step further," and it's inevitably it's always going to be one step too far. And for me. Starting to demand other teams make trades and, and do all this, that, and the other thing, cater <laughs> to you, and then wanting a percentage of ownership before you even come into the league. Imagine if that precedent was set. Right. What what how can that ever be done? What every player that comes along forever is gonna get a percentage now. And like I mean, yeah. they they already, but but Chris, you do understand that
1: that, that already happened. They already do when you join the Players Association. The Players
0: Association gets a cut of ownership Players of the league revenue. Does that holds this one piece of pie for all of those people that come through? Right. In there. Bob. Right, right. Bob, the fucking fullback, isn't on the cap <laughs> table of the Oakland Raiders. And then, and then, this is worse than retiring names on the re, uh, like retiring jersey numbers. eventually, you're going to run out of jersey numbers. Same thing with an equity right. pie on freaking an NFL team. I've got guys from 70 years ago that are on my fucking cap table now. What, are you kidding me? <laughs>
1: Man, look, I, I do I do agree that it sets the wrong precedence. But, but I, I have to admit, you know, a player stepping up in that way and saying, hey, I dare to do something different, it's refreshing. I give it. Yo, I got to give them props. It's refreshing. Yo, nobody thought we was going to have a fully guaranteed contract until Kirk Cousins did it. The reality is, is that you have to push the limit. Maybe he's well, yeah. shooting for the stars and he's he's actually trying to get much lower. Right. Donald Trump does it all the time. It's one of my favorite things that he does. He'll tell you, yo, I'm going to lasso the moon and pull that bitch in. He's really just trying to get a star. But he won't tell you, I'm, I'm going for the moon and try to pull it in a little bit less because it's, it's, it's easier to, to, to concede for something lesser.
0: The real real world example of that being successful is Jordan getting royalties on his likeness and and on the sneakers, his name being used on all that. That was unheard of when that happened. Right. But I I don't know. I feel like that's more tangible value of a product that is using your name and and likeness on it. You absolutely should have a cut of that. And that's the right stand to take. Mm -hmm. I, I... Feel like the the Caleb Williams stand is activism gone too far in the other way, where it's less activism and more ego egoism. Like that's the ain't activism. You
1: know
2: what I mean? So sometimes I'm just standing up for. I'm I'm gonna get mine is also a valid part of that. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 a thing. You know what I mean? Or he's actively, actively trying he, to do that. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna I'm get mine. It's a real thing. Yeah, you know, that's a real thing. I can't, can't mad at it. He might not even try to look out for young players. I'm gonna get mine. I, I don't know what y'all talking
1: I'm gonna get mine. Right. I think that's the hardest part of that conversation, though, Chris. Is like, I ain't gonna never be mad at a young man trying to get the most he can get for himself, right? Because ain't nobody else gonna advocate for him. It doesn't hurt that he's a young black man because I can, I can appreciate him trying to eat. With that said, I have to agree. Bro, come on now. You ain't played once now. You already you make a demand. That's yeah. crazy. That's yeah. absolutely crazy.
0: And that that's kind of where we can we can wrap up the activism is it while there may be a lot of people that believe in in a particular cause or a, a lot of different causes, it still comes down to individual choices of what you want to be an activism for, activist for and not all of those causes are, are other people gonna find worthy or 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 just fighting for, and you're gonna end up on an island by yourself. And if we just let every every asshole that, that steps onto a field bring their cause with them, it's gonna it, 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 it's gonna look like NASCAR out there real fast. All right, I'm gonna uh, give each of you guys a chance to plug any, any interesting things you got going on. Uh R- Romello, first one up. Uh you want to throw a social out there, anything you got happening.
2: Sure, man. Um, Y'all can follow me. Again, my name is Romello. Thank y'all for watching. Y'all can follow me at Welcome to Rome. So that's all spelled out at Welcome, T-O-R-O-M-E. I got a book coming out. So if you follow me, you'll get all the updates on that. I do stand up as well. Um, You'll get those updates and that's it.
0: Appreciate you joining the show, Romello. Dave, what do you got? Lost his we, out. Lost, we lost you there, Dave. Uh oh. Right when it was your chance to be an activist for yourself. <laughs> Man down. Oh, we lost you. You're, you're muted right now. Well. Uh. Nope. Oh, nope. Nope. Nothing. Bum, bum, bum. All right. Well, Dave, thanks for joining the show. We appreciate it. Cowboy hat tip to you, buddy.
2: Stay in touch, man. Hey, CJ, CJ might do something, man. You never know.
0: Yeah, hit him up on hey, the socials, Dave. We got nothing on
2: you. I know, man. Follow me, man. We got to stay in touch, man. Dave, you cool with me, man. <laughs> All right, brother. All yeah, right, Dave, bro. Dave's
0: good people. Romello, you got to get in the Madden league, bro. I'm telling I'm
2: you. Mad man. I play 2K. I like football. I just
1: can't play it. But we'll talk. All right, brother. All right.